everyone. This is the KOW Philly Soccer Show. I'm KOW's Greg Melandini. And I'm Philly Soccer Pages Mike Video. And we're here. Uh, no guests this week. Uh, the holiday kind of threw things off for a little bit for us. But, you know, we're talking about uh, union loss, unfortunately. We are talking about a union loss for the first time in about a month. Yeah, and, and you know, panic's not setting in. Nothing like that. It's kind of a tough trap game. But, you know, got to put it behind them because you're heading up to New York next this week. Yep, you are. So let's get into it. Get- Tough loss for the Union on the road. I kind of said it last yeah, week. Yeah, you did. That this this kind of had trap written all over yeah. it. And I, I was thinking of you watching the game oh, on Saturday. My apologies. Um, <laughs> you you would hope you get a point out of a game like that. Yeah. Lose a goal. Yeah. You know, get, get a goal out of that just because your offense has been pretty decent. And, um, you know, I mean, Dunian almost had one yeah, off I mean, the free kick. Not Besides that, though, not a lot of not a lot going. Not a lot going for. I thought that was it was a it was a test for this this new new look union, and I thought I thought El Senio failed. Uh, it didn't it didn't work out for him. I thought that was his poorest game of the last stretch. Yeah, he's well. I mean, we're sitting here. We know that he's not the long term solution yeah. at the ten, and I think they know that. Yeah, the team knows that, and it was, it was a it was a tough day for everybody to have off though. I thought yeah. Chris Pontius wasn't super involved. I thought I thought Fafaf Bako did pretty well, and then he got yanked in the 60th minute. You know, I thought he was the more lively uh, offensive player in the first yeah. half. He had that one that was cleared off the line um, that I thought was you know probably the best chance of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's, it's disappointing. Uh, you know, I think that you know the winning streak was going to come to an end. Right. I think and I think you're right. I'd love to have seen them grab a point against an RSL team that's not been that great, though. And, and you think you could yeah. have gotten that point. And, yeah. And just, just the team that – RSL team that's you know, uh, that just doesn't have much going on right now, it doesn't yeah. feel like. Yeah, I thought they played a good game for, for mm-hmm. their team. Uh, you know, I'm not super familiar with, with Salt Lake, but I thought they, they got a really good game out of Plata, who's not been great for them this no. year. He really he really bossed the midfield around for them. And, uh, Plata so usually really good does well against, it seems like. He, he's kind of a union killer, Plata, for yeah, some reason. Yeah, he, he's had a couple of good games. Yeah, he's had a couple depe- of good games. That, uh, depending, that you know, no matter where he kind of pops up, he's... Yeah. He's kind of a. He's always had solid performances against the union. It I feels don't know like that's, that's about. Uh, no, <laughs> just, you know, they, some some players just have that. You know, they have that. You know that that thing with it against against certain teams. They just match up well for whatever reason. Um, so it's a little bit back to the drawing board for the union. Yeah, I was I, I was a little disappointed when uh, I saw the lineup come out and it was the same same eleven. Mm-hmm. I thought that you know going against the you know. A, a not so strong RSL team off the back of uh, a couple of games in a row, you might you might switch out a couple of those guys. You know, I you know, I think we've been pretty clear on the show that we're ready to see Keegan Rosenberry again. I'd like uh, to see Keegan back. I, I, I think he's ready. There's something going on, Jim, in his press conference. You know, yeah, kind of alluded that. to he's he'll he'll be back. It's a long season, but he's not coming back right now. I th- I just it's crazy to me. I mean, this, this is this is a guy that made the All Star team at right back for you last year, mm-hmm. and was one of your most outstanding performances. You know, I th- there's there's always that that scenario of the sophomore slump that they yeah. call it, um, and I think you know Keegan was definitely suffering through that in the beginning. I I would have thought that two games off would have been enough to to you know kind of reignite the fire and 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 get him going again. So I'd I'd like to see him out there sooner than yeah. later. I thought Ray was poor against. Salt Lake. I didn't think he had a great defensive game. I thought he was uh, he didn't hold the line well mm-hmm. for RSL's goal, um, which was disappointing. Um, he offered very little in the attack. You know, he got a, you, up the field a couple of times. Yeah, but he 
you know, that Ray doesn't usually give give yeah. you too much offensively. I mean, I think we know that about him by now. Yeah. Um, I I would have liked, and I don't even know if he had that bad of a game. He's probably pretty solid, but yeah, I like I still like to see Inyewu get a get a breather. Yeah, I mean, when we said it on the show last week, you know, I'd like to think that Gooch is one of those guys that would put his hand up and say, "I could use a rest this week," and you know, maybe, maybe, I I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't think he played particularly poorly. Yeah, but, I didn't, I didn't you know, think the center backs were culpable uh, on, on too much of the RSL attack. But true. Yeah, I hear you on. But you, I mean, you know, you, you long long flight at altitude. You know, he's a you know, got a tough game coming against New York again. You don't want to look past RSL, which you know you can make a point they might have. But I thought that was a good spot to that's a good spot to rest him because you're on the yeah. road again this week against the division foe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, gets a much more lively attack. Gets too. gets a better attack, so you, you you would want him, I think. And you gotta get. I, I think you gotta get Richie few minutes somewhere, uh, just to keep him, kind of keep his legs under him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I agree. I thought that that would have been an appropriate game. I'll be interested to see what what this team looks like this week. You know, I you know Jim is famous for not changing the team after after wins. So now that they've lost. Um, you know, I think I think I think it's going to be pretty consistent, just because I don't think you know we're at battle stations anymore. Yeah, we, 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 it, like a loss is you know it's yeah. not like the first few games where every loss was kind of yeah disastrous because they, they didn't seem like they could get out of their own way and get a win. But now they you know they, they got the streak under their belt. They look they look like a, you know a gelled, competent soccer team again. Yeah, I, I agree that I'm, I think he's going to stay pretty consistent. Um. What did you make of the the substitutes against Salt Lake? So you, you had Roland Allberg come in, you had uh, Jay Simpson come in, and then you had a debut from Marcus Epps. Yeah, uh, I thought Epps was positive. He came mm-hmm. in, he, he drove at the, the the left back a little bit there. Um, but uh, I really would love to talk about Roland Allberg, who played 17 minutes, <laughs> and his entire stat line is a missed challenge and a pass. That's pathetic. The, that's uh, that's pathetic. I'm not a sure central what, player in a professional soccer. League. I'm not sure what the thing about Roland Alberg anymore. What his role is, and I was, yeah. you know, I was the guy I was clamoring to get him on the field yeah. earlier. Piz, this is a guy that scored a bunch of goals for you yeah. last year, and you know, my point was, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta uh, figure out a way to get him out there, and they kind of got him out there, and again, and I, I said this before about him though that he's not a system player, and this is very much a system team. Yeah. And he he just is going to kind of do what he, what he feels like doing. He's going to float around and look for opportunities. He's not going to. He's not a guy that's going to put put his foot on the ball. He's not a guy that's going to kind of set other people up. He's he's kind of out there for rolling. Yeah, know? I just I, that was an unbelievable stat line to yeah. me for 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 being on the field for just about twenty minutes. That that that's unacceptable for me. You know, I think. If I'm Jim Curtin, I'm leaving Roland on the bench going yeah. forward until he can show that he can get involved in the game. I mean, you're down a goal, you're searching for a goal. It's I, I don't I understand why you bring in a guy like Roland because he does score. He can be instant offense. He was yeah. last year. He, he could you know just come out come out there and get you a goal. Yeah, um, but that was that was an insane stat line for me. Um, I, Jay Simpson. It's what it was. I think we, he know, was okay. We got the cup coming up. I could see him. I could see Jay getting. Uh, Getting a start in that, or at least playing significant minutes. 
I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean he's, we've he's talked a about this a number of times. Yeah. You know, he's getting paid a lot of money, he's but he's not dollar, a guy that particularly fits in the the, the yeah. lone striker position. He's a half million dollar worth of striker sitting on your bench. You can't and you can't do any more with him right now than for him to be a you know spot substitute. I think he'll probably start where you're either going to. It's a couple weeks. They're either going to phase Reading or uh, City Islanders, two teams in team, the Union know pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I could see him getting into that game. I could see maybe Allberg starting that game. You know, but unless they change formation, you're not going to see much more Jay Simpson, I don't think. Yeah. I, or, or unless there's an injury. I know, I know uh sound like CJ was a little, uh, Jim was talking about today in the, in the, in the press conference that CJ was a little, uh, a little banged up, Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that's going to anything remotely long-term. So. No. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that sense either. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's it's interesting when they bring in Jay and switch CJ out to the wing. I don't think it suits them particularly yeah. well. I mean, we've talked about this before. You know, yeah, and I don't think, but I don't think conversely Jay Simpson can play on the wing. Yeah, I mean, we, there's nothing about what you what we know about this guy that he can do that. So yeah, I don't. I mean, we saw Fabian Herbers get get pushed out there. Yeah. I, I mean, he said that he could he could do it last year. But that's the difference just, you know, between a twenty-some-year-old kid, yeah. rookie, and a you know twenty-eight-year-old guy who's not that much older, but who's been playing pro since probably he was sixteen, yeah, and has been a striker that whole time, yeah. So I mean, it, there's a little difference there. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but I don't, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think you're right. I think we we'll probably see Jay in the in the cup game in yeah. two weeks. Um, but I think that the chances are going to be hard for him to come by. Um, you know, I, th- I think if you're if you're looking ahead to the the window, you know, you're still looking at probably being a striker short, mm-hmm. probably a committed number ten short. Um, yeah, I still think they need the number ten. It was it, uh, it was interesting that uh, I don't know if you saw this. It just kind of floated out there. Uh, the Twitter account MLS transfers, and I don't, you know, usually I, I read these guys are entertaining. Yeah. They're interesting always. Uh, and somebody asked him about Aaron Johansson, who's kind of out of out of it, out in Wolfsburg right now. And somebody said, "Well, who's uh, you know, who's in for him?" And the guy who runs the account said, "It's either Colorado or the Union." Hmm. So that's interesting. Um, you got the feeling that he might be a guy the Union could look at. Uh, he, I think he would probably fit in pretty well here. He's a striker. He could play maybe a little withdrawn as well. Uh, can he play as a lone striker? I'm not, I don't know if he can play I, as I a was, lone striker. I mean, then how but, is but, he going to fit in here? Well, I he mean, he could play behind. I mean, he could play maybe in the ten. He yeah. could play like in a withdrawn spot. Again, they're playing guys in the ten that aren't ten. So yeah. he, why not bring another guy in who's not a ten? Yeah. <laughs> or they could bring in a ten. That or would they be could bring in a ten. That's that's I mean, also a play. I, I, I you know. know. I know. There's been a lot of out of position players, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, I love Aaron Johansson. Yeah, I, I I've. Uh, enjoyed watching him since he was at uh, AZ. Right. Um, and again, there's the connection. He's got, yeah, yeah, he's he's got, got that connection AZ connection. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'd i love to see him in Philadelphia. I think he's I think he's a good striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's a, a lone striker type that would fit the union system. So I don't, I don't know what that means. And you worry about, and my biggest worry about this window that's coming up now, which I guess officially opens after Champions League. After the final, yeah. I mean, there's some rumblings about signings going on, but nothing or a shattering. But I think everything, like the gates open yeah. you know, after the final, uh, that they just have 
had all this money tied up. They got a lot of money tied up with Mo still. Got money tied up with Jay, who's not playing much. You know, you got smaller contracts, but still, like, you know, yeah. you're still playing Brian Carroll, you're still playing guys like that. Uh, Warren Corral's getting into the just, just because it's coming, their numbers are coming up short right now just with the international call ups. He's probably, he's probably going to make a start Saturday, it sounds like. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a distinct possibility. Yeah. Um, did you get to the, the presser a couple of weeks ago when Harris Union called uh, Warren Craval the uh, the union's uh, Angola Conte? Wow, I think that, that I did the, hear that. That was the most flattering thing I, I didn't that I've I didn't, ever heard talking about Warren Craval. Yeah, um, I, I didn't think I heard it right, but yeah, I did hear it. That but. was uh, that was the thing that was said. I thought was <laughs> was, uh, was, um, sure. was pretty amazing. Um, I mean, he's he's you know he's, he covers he's a, a lot of ground. He's a bowling he, ball out there. I mean, he yeah. goes out there. He wants to wreck. Yeah. He wants to clog up passing lanes. He wants yeah. to nip a guy. He wants to nip at people's ankles. You would he's, think like you know playing on that small pitch at uh, Yankee Stadium too that he'd be a guy that would annoy the hell out of you in the midfield. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I think Jim he's said that. Harry things. J- Jimmy even said that in the uh, in the uh, in the press conference today. That yeah, he's a guy that could yeah, he's a guy that could like get in people's faces and that's that smaller pitch and yeah. just like just. Kind of close up a lot of space there, just with his running and his just because yeah. he's he's a really good athlete. I mean, he he's is. a guy that could you know he could he's got a motor that goes all day. If you need him to run all day, he'll I, do it for you. I think that's that's the the biggest asset that he brings. Yeah, to things. and um, so it'll be interesting. And you, you're going to see Harris pushed up a little more and more in his natural eight spot. So, yeah, uh, to where he could. Although he's been fine at this, you know, a little deeper. You know, he's got a couple goals, gotten the assists. Yeah, I, I'll, be interested, I'll be interested to see how they work that out. I mean, because, you know, looking at the, the chemistry he's had with Bedoya, you know, Bedoya is technically, I guess, playing what we would call an eight, but mm-hmm. he's doing more of the defensive side of things, right. which I, I think Warren would probably pretty much fill in exactly for, yeah. for Alley yeah, I mean, at Warren, this point. Warren doesn't go goes forward as well yeah. as Alley, probably, and yeah. probably not the passer. Um, he's not the passer to Alley. No, and, and, you know, I mean, we could say that. But... Um, yeah, but he'll he'll be out there, like I said, just clogging things up and making, you know, like yeah. miserable with guys like Pirlo and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely think that that's possible. I think you'll you'll see Epps on the bench again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I said he was positive against Salt Lake. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him get another run. I thought he was good in the preseason. Uh, you know, I haven't seen much of what he does at practice, but yeah, you know, I think he's, he's a positive guy. He's a big uh, guy. He's uh, he's wrecked. Mm-hmm. He's he's a guy that you can bring in when you're you're. Yeah, I think a he's a guy that sounds like a guy Jim would like because he could. He likes guys that could take on other players, yeah. and he likes you know, like he said, he's got a little bit of a, a little bit of size, and he could he could break down break down on the wing and all that. Um, and they said in the draft that I think people were surprised he was kind of sitting there for the union, and he yeah. was you sitting there as late. Uh, his his scoring record never doesn't pop. His college scoring record doesn't pop out at me. No, yeah, uh, but I, you know, I don't think that's what they're, they're going to put him out on the field for. I mean, he's he's going to be a guy to drive to the end line and try to cut the ball back across. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, you know, fifteen minutes or ten minutes or so against Salt Lake, I thought he was he was good. Um, I, I, you know, at he didn't look out of his element at, at this all. point. I'd rather give him a shake than a guy like Albert, honestly, because I, I, I think yeah, <laughs> I think Epps will go out there at least kind of wants it a little more. Yeah, it has that you know, you know he's young and he's fighting for a job i don't know what what roland's doing right now yeah so we'll see radio.com radio.com uh new york nycfc uh good team right now 
Yeah. Tough team, as always, going up to that, that bandbox of a pitch. Yeah. That, you know, they're set up to play on that pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll, it'll be tough. Um, you know, they, they, they are susceptible at the back, though, if the Union can get, get forward. Um, I didn't think that they did a really great job of trying to break NYC down when they came here in the, was it the third or fourth game of the season? They still, uh, they still got our old friend Ethan White up there playing defense. Yeah, right back. He's, uh, he's like, He's looked better for for New York than we we saw him look in Philadelphia. For uh, sure, I don't know if that was the move out to right back for him, or <laughs> he's not not being asked to to cover as much ground right. or, or what it is. But uh, yeah, he's looked good for them. So good good on Ethan. Uh, yeah, um, they're you know they're sitting third right now. They're on twenty points. Uh, Union are three points out of that playoff spot. Atlanta kind of leapfrogged them. Yeah, Atlanta won this week. Um, still, I don't. I think getting the wins under their belt and moving up the standings. I, f- I don't feel like this one loss against RSL is any, you know, any, 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 any need to panic or anything like no, that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, uh, you know, I think it's it's sort of towards the the regression to the mm-hmm. mean. You know, I think the the four game winning streak has been nice, mm-hmm. um, but they're they're kind of floating around where a lot of people thought that they would be this year, which is, you know, pushing for one of the last couple of playoffs. Yeah, but you look at the standings. I think it's the top three of Toronto, Chicago, NYCFC. I think they're kind of a, you know, split it up like that. I think those three guys, those three teams. I'm not willing to throw Chicago in there quite yet because I want to be, I'm interested to see how they do over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, they were not a team that was. Yeah, they didn't start out strong. Then they got Schweinsteiger and got that real bump. Yeah. And they've been kind of riding that. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, you want to see how how well they can do it, but yeah. you think NYCFC is going to be there thereabouts? Yeah, all I think Toronto is probably the cream but, of the crop. But I look at Orlando, Red Bulls, and and Columbus. Those are the other three teams above the red line right now. I think they're they're. You could pick those teams off. You could. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you know Columbus started strong and they're they're like you said regressing to me and they're kind of they've kind of tumbled down the standings. Red Bulls. I th- I still think the Dax McCarty deal was a bad deal for them because I, I think, think so too. I think they they sacrificed a lot of their identity yeah. with him I and do. a lot of like kind of what because he, he just does so much. He, yeah. he is that that kind of prototypical that six eight guy that's mm-hmm. in the middle and just dictates for you. And you can see he's you know he's loving life in Chicago doing yeah. doing it with Schweinsteiger. But I think I think they really kind of cut their nose off yeah. by getting rid of him. So I, and. In Orlando, you know, we see them. They're tough to play. And the dichotomy is they get Kaka back and they're not playing as well. Yeah. Uh, but you just, you look at – and, you know, Atlanta's above the Union right now, but they're they, – they got they got a lot of talent, but they're an expansion team. So you, you hope you could – if you can't leapfrog an expansion team at this point. I mean, those those are going to be the big games this year is when the Union is playing yeah. those those four or five teams around them. Yeah. And, and the teams below them too. You know, I think the – you know, New England is – is close right now. Uh, I think they're they're kind of in a similar boat than the, uh, to the Union. Uh, DC DC is there. I thought that, I haven't seen them play too much this year. Mm. The game against the Union was yeah. Last awful. game was not good. Uh, they had that, that home that three game home stretch where they lost three times and were outscored eleven <laughs> nothing or something. How Ben Olsen still? I mean, I know. I th- I think they want to give Ben a chance open at stadium yeah. and all that. He's a bit of a bit of a folk hero down there and all all those things. But man, yeah. <laughs> and I and I, you got to think maybe they they have a little bit of a war chest that they're saving. They want to make a big splash to open the stadium. Get yeah, some, I think so. get some big signings that they don't want to. You know, you know they, they might just kind of sacrifices 
this t- this season this year just to get ready for that big stadium. But yeah. still, and not that great. Um, yeah. You know, and that I think that's where Union should should target like that that four five six. I think that's yeah where you can realistically set your sights at right now. Yeah, I think getting into the playoffs again. Uh, yeah, and and trying to push for a home game this year is that's is, what you is, do. It's really that's, it's really what I think the expectation is. You can't like. You can't back in again. You can't. No, you definitely can't back in. Again. Do all that stuff. <laughs> um, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the 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 squad might change a little bit for this weekend out of necessity, and I want I want to say that I want to see Jim Curtin tinker with the winning team, mm-hmm. which is is a, is a weird idea. Maybe um, I I think it's it's about him. It, I I don't know if it's like a superstitious thing at this point, or you know if it's a if it's a it's working thing, and we're not gonna we're not gonna fix something that's not broke. But there was a chance to do make a couple of more changes in RSL, even after they won the week before. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have liked to have seen them do that, and I think it's 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 almost like a confidence thing as a as a newer coach. I don't I don't know if that's the case. I, um, I, and I, and I, I can't I can't put my finger on I'm why he's so reluctant to do and it. And I th- I think if if there was a game to experiment a little bit, it was RSL because yeah. they're not that strong, and you, you got a couple guys you could kind of look at and you could give a break to. Onyewu was one of them. Yeah, and and you know he did make that one change, or I, guess, I mean two changes uh, the week before, mm-hmm. um, where where you, where you saw Wijnaldum come in. And it, it didn't break the whole backline. Right. So, you know, I was hoping that he would have the, the comfort level to, to make that change if he wanted to rest Goosh or if he wanted to bring Keegan back in. Um, you know, I think there's there's maybe more to the right-back situation than we all know in the press. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're starting to maybe think that. Um, I mean, Jim's emphatic that, you know, Keegan's the right-back in the future. Keegan's going to get on the field this season. It's a long season. Yeah. If the, if it was a different player, I'd I'd have a, a you know a different take on it. But like you said, this is a guy that played every minute for you last season. Was in the shout for rookie of the year. You know, if, was if, an all star. He was an all star. Most if, people thought he was if, the best right back if, in the league. If last Jordan year. Mor- if Jordan Morris wasn't Jordan Morris and yeah. playing for Seattle and scoring goals, I mean, now he had a great year. I'm not I'm not taking that away from him. But you know, if that if Jordan Morris was wasn't there, you know, Keegan's probably your, your rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, and you. I watched the Seattle Portland game on Saturday too, and you know Jordan Morris is definitely having a bit of a struggle this season too. And you know, I I don't know the details about Seattle. I think mm-hmm. they're they're having a little difficulty getting Clint Dempsey back into the yeah. the swing of things and and getting the offense working around them. But you know there is there is a thing with the sophomore year of yeah. it being no, really sure. difficult. Um, but I, I'd love to see Keegan given the chance to play out of it a little bit more now that we've we've seen Ray for for extended period of time. I, I, I still think we've seen the limit of what Ray Gaddis brings to the table. Especially now, because you've gotten over the hump of not winning. You've yeah. gotten over that hump. You got your first yeah. win, and you got your first... You, you know, not only did you get your first win, you got a nice streak. You yeah. Know, you got a nice, nice winning streak out of it. and So, coming at it, you should have... You know, you're still not in the playoff spot, but, you know, long season and all that. But, you should feel a little confident that you could put him out there and and kind of make it happen. Yeah. I I don't don't know. Like you said, there could be something else happening, which hard for me to believe because it just, just my experiences with Keegan is he's, you know, he he was kind of born a pro. Yeah. Yeah. He came, he was pretty much the, the package, you know, when he, when he got here and he was ready to go and, and, and he's taking this in stride. I mean, you hear you, you know, he seems like he's got, he's ready to get it going and, 
they call on him. He's gotten he's gotten in in this situation. He's come in as a sub a couple times yeah. with you know where he was in car trouble and mm-hmm. right where you know I think he was in, he was injured that one game and he seems like a guy that's ready to go when they need him. And yeah. when he's come in, you could you just see what he does when he's on the yeah. field. He's he he. You know, for all Ray strengths is defense, and you know he had a tough game against RSL, but he's you know he's another guy that can run all day for you, and he's a pretty solid defender. And he's but got he's deer he, in headlights when he gets in that final third. No, zone. yeah, he's, he's, he, he's, he needs he, that little bit of quality to put in a better he, ball. He, but that he, you're not going to get that. I mean, yeah. we know what Ray is. We, we know our ceiling. Yeah, and right and back's he, 2017 though. Like, exactly. What no, no, that's what. That's why you have a guy like Keegan, who you see comes in, combines with other players yeah. almost instantly. He'll come in, he'll he'll combine with Bedoya, he'll combine with with Pont. I mean, him and Pontius look like they were playing together for ten years. Yeah, that I, one game I mean, when he I came would, in. You know, going. You know, if I had a time machine, I would have rather brought in Keegan for Ray than Roland Olberg at all yeah, <laughs> on, on yeah. Saturday. Um, you yeah, know, I really. Just that you would have gotten. You, you just get that push you, out of the you, back. Yeah, I mean, and RSL is you know sitting on a, a one goal lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you just you got very little out of that right side, I thought. Yeah, no, nah, I, I hear you. Um, all right, so NYCFC up at Yankee Stadium. So weird to say. Yeah, they're playing soccer in Yankee Stadium. I, I don't, maybe they'll never get a stadium. Who knows? <laughs> God, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> I can't stand watching games. No, there. it's really bad. And I'm, if and I'm a fan of that team, it's like you know I'm I'm standing out in left field watching. Or how yeah. I don't even know how that's configured. Anyway, yeah, I haven't been there. Um, no. Um, <laughs> So predictions. Ugh, that's a tough one this this week. Uh, I'm gonna say one nil to New York. You put pressure on yourself not getting a point out of RSL. Yeah, you do. I mean it's 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 tough. It's a t- it's it's everything we said it was. Long trip, altitude, kind of a tired team, all those things. I mean, I do, uh, but, I do, but you put pressure on yourself not is, getting is a New point. York, New York plays tonight too. Uh, I think they do. Yeah. Um, that is. Consult the smartphones because <laughs> we <laughs> are phones, never prepared. To the phones. We are never prepared for such things. Uh, NYCFC, NYCFC. Yes, seven thirty yes. tonight. Yeah, they're playing seven thirty tonight, or they already played, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're, but okay, so that's going to put some pressure on them to rotate their squad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to go one one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say a point. If you, I, I think if you get a point out of these two games, it's not terrible. No, I, it's in, not. In, in the scheme of things, it's not terrible. I mean, I always say you can you'll you'll take the point on the road. Right, you would, then take, you, you would take the point against the third place yeah, team in the conference because then you get a break. You know, you get a break next week, and you get New York at home. So if you get a point, you take a break, kind of lick you know lick your wounds, get everybody kind of rested and yeah. and ready to go, and you, you square up against New York and see what see what that takes you. Yep. So, think so. uh, wrap it up on that. I think we can wrap it up on that. Yes. Uh, so I thank nobody was our guest this week. Uh, we'll probably get somebody in. Just, just you know, the, these holiday weeks are tough to kind of get get people in here. Just this short or the week. fact that we're disorganized and completely disorganized. And we're, we're both mopey because Arsenal <laughs> resigned and Arsene Wenger and Reading lost the playoff final. So we're, we're mopey soccer fans in this room today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. I'm 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 just trying to just look for the the pot and you know and they're going and they're signing a 19 year old striker nobody heard of <laughs> so this is it this is what we do this is well like I said before <laughs> we went on the air you, you could be looking forward to a 46 game uh, schedule in the championship yeah, next year like yeah. I am cold, cold Tuesday night in Coventry right? <laughs> oh. or, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, going, going going out the leads on a rainy Saturday. At least, and, at least we don't have to go to Huddersfield this year. No, no. Uh, but you'll have to go to Sunderland. 
Yeah, we will. Uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I think Reading might be w- pretty well positioned because you look at Hull, you look at Sunderland, you look at Burrow. I don't think uh, those. It's not like when Newcastle came down. Newcastle was kind of loaded for bear. They were. Yeah, they, they know, were Sunderland ready to go is a big club up. too, though. You know, Sunderland th- is. They will, and they got, they they will they, spend money. So yeah, I don't know how much damage Moyes did to that team, though. That's yeah. the thing. I'm really down on David <laughs> yeah. Moyes. I used to be when he was with Everton. Oh, yeah. I, I was a real Moyes guy, and you, you and and you, you just get the feelings. Certain managers work in certain situations. He had a good situation in Everton, and you can't replicate it anywhere else. Yeah, and you're starting to see that. And I just think he did a lot of damage to that Sunderland yeah. team. I don't think there's a lot of. Comp- I mean, I'm not sure who's they're going to get as manager, but you're right. They're they they a team. They have some wherewithal. They can spend. They can yeah. strengthen. And it's a big club too. It's, it's a big club and it's a big stadium. They they, they do big on game days. You know, they get yeah. they get a good crowd and all that. Um, but you get the whole, whole and Burrow, I don't think are yeah. teams are going to kind of yo-yo. Um, um, I mean, I know you guys out there listening probably don't care too much about the championship, but I, I do think it's cool that David Wagner is the coach of, uh, Huddersfield Town's mm-hmm. American connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was German, German born. Yeah. Um, before it was cool. He was a German born American. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, um, and I, and I do, as much as it kind of pains me to say it, I do think you might see Danny Williams leave for a Premier League club. He's out of contract with Reading. I think he, I, he was he was the best player on the yeah. pitch for both teams. And you got to think he, he's he's a guy with an ambition. I think he's got he's, loyalty to the club, but but he wants to get back on the uh, he, on the national team. I don't, I don't think anyone in the Reading fan base would begrudge Danny yeah. if he left. Uh, he's he's been uh, a real quality guy. Yeah, in he the couple could of be, years that he's been there. He could be kind of that real hardworking American midfield dynamo type. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think you know if you're looking towards the the lower half of the Premier League table, there's a couple of teams that right. could use a player like him. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you know, a team like like a, like a Swansea that has, like, no yeah. kind of steal in their team. They yeah. can use a guy in the middle that yeah. could just kind of run run around yeah. and, and he was, break he stuff was up and work He was a monster for Reading yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, but. I mean, you look at, you know, there, like you said, there are teams that could use somebody to give their midfield some backbone. Yeah. And, you know, the Swansea pops up to me because you always felt they were kind of a Kind of a soft team. I mean, they stayed up by some miracle, yeah, but but the miracle of Gilfie Sickert's yeah, seriously two feet. And uh, the Swansea coming coming to the union, coming yeah. to see the union. I, I hope they bring Gilfie Sickert's, and he's he's my favorite hope player. He stays. In the I <laughs> I, 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 I heard he, rumors uh, that he was going to go to Everton, who's yeah. a, a team that I generally root for in the Prem. Hope so he comes here, be, you know, gets a cheesesteak. Hey, it's a bad city. And he stays <laughs> you'd and, be welcome to, in Philadelphia <laughs> anytime. I love Gilfie Sickert's. He's sure. a Reading Academy guy. I've, yeah. I've loved him for a long time for sure. So. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next week.